Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico, CEO of Source Financia, co-host of the Main Shadow Podcast, host of the Source Financia YouTube channel. And in this episode, we're doing 2018 goals versus 2019 goals. This is the fourth episode that we've done in this series going way back to 2015. So if you want to have a better handle on what we're talking about, um, at least listen to last year's episode before you listen to this one. Um, but if not, you can go back four episodes and it's me and China Mike and we're about to jump into the episode. Check out the YouTube channel. We just came back from Manila. It's Chinese New Year's just ended. So that's why we do this yearly goals around this time of the year because really our calendar, our business year starts after Chinese New Year. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into the podcast. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. All right. Um, so two thousand and eighteen. The first major goal was like a financial target that I had. So like the year before, we just made, well, 2017, we'd we made uh, six figures for the first time. Um, I didn't say the specific amount on the podcast. So in terms of sales revenue for 2018, we definitely passed the goal. But I had a goal to also be you know more profitable. Um, in fact, I think my goal was more based around profits rather than like just increasing revenue. And that didn't happen. Like, I mean, we were profitable. We just didn't hit the goal that I'd set. Um, this is because of, uh, this is for a number of different reasons, but basically like our expenses went up as our revenue went up at the same time. And that was a mistake that I made in terms of equating growth to the company, not just with revenue, but also with like getting a bigger office and hiring more employees and stuff like that. So we got to a stage where our overhead was just really high for no reason. Um, and then halfway through the year, I kind of, well, no, more than halfway through the year, I had to readjust um, and, and sort of scale back in terms of the amount of staff that we had and focus more on like having a small full-time team and then more part-time people instead. Um, and then also and uh, uh, something that I haven't spoken about on the podcast is we had some debt from the year before. Um, well, the year before and early that year. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of kind of a sad story. Well, one 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 part of it was was pretty straightforward. Like, in order to do our China business registration, we had to have a certain amount of money sitting in a Chinese bank account for a while, and I think it was slightly over ten thousand dollars. So, I ended up having to borrow that, um, and then you know, obviously, I had to pay interest on that debt. And then another major thing that hit us literally around the same time, like maybe a month before, a month after that was I tried, I let go of one of my employees and, you know, she basically threatened to like sue us. Um, so, so I had to settle with her and we, we reached a settlement, which was something like the equivalent of five months of her salary. So yeah, it was something like five times five X for monthly wages, and then we had to pay it in the space of three months. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, the combination of having debt for the first time, 
having to pay interest on that debt and pay back the loan and then having high overhead uh, pretty, pretty much like negated all the revenue growth. So that was a big, it was a big lesson learned for me um, was, you know, the only thing that matters is, is growing revenue and profits. It's not having a larger office. It's not having a bigger team. Um, it's maximizing the amount of work that we can do with a small team. So that was a, that was a huge, that was the, the first, that was like the first major goal of the year. So I would say, I'd say it's a fail um, just because we didn't hit the, the profit margins that I wanted to hit, even though our revenue pretty much doubled. Um, our expenses also were pretty high. And, and like I said, the debt, and I'm, I'm happy to say we paid off the debt. So like we're starting off the year completely debt-free. So it's, it's pretty awesome. All right. So I will start with a big whopping failure as well. And um, last year, one of my goals was to just be more uh, on the on the education tip, which I have to some extent, but I think I was talking more about um, just trying to read more and take in kind of uh, different perspectives. I wasn't reading enough books. I'm still not reading enough books. Um, and I actually want to roll that into a, uh, into a goal for this year. The one thing that I did do was I started to accumulate the reading material. I started to identify some of the stuff that I wanted to start reading. Uh, I started, uh, I bought a Kindle. I started buying up some books. So, um, I definitely didn't reach my goal. Uh, I won't get into to the reasons why I think that's the case. Um, but you know, I bought, um, a bunch of books. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Brunson, Richard Brunson. Richard I think Brunson. it is. Uh, dot com. Yeah, right. Dot com secrets, expert secrets. Uh, by Russell Brunson. I'm sorry, that's the name of it. Uh, I got the blueprint to business. Um, I got some fiction books as well that I, that I'm looking at. I just got a whole line of things, like ten to ten to twenty things. So I definitely failed in. Uh, Making making reading, you know, physical books less social media and, and you know Netflix and more reading materials, trying to research and um, you know learn about some some new topics. But uh, at the very least, I have amassed some material, and I'm going to start diving into that later uh, immediately. Actually, that's 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 my first goal for for next year to for this year. dive further into the reading. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, uh, well, I still think the same thing that I think I told you last year on the, on, on this podcast was like you should you should use Audible for somebody that travels as much as you do. Like being able to just pop yeah. an audiobook while you're on the plane or in a train or something like that. Like you can bang out. I remember I took a seven hour bus ride from Guangzhou to um, to Yuezhou, and I think I read like two books. It, in that space, you know, just listening to audiobooks. It's just... It's oh, you did the, the audios, yeah. I mean, that, that falls in line with what I'm doing anyway because most of my entertainment comes... Podcast. majority of it comes to be a podcast. It was, like a, that, so yeah, it was such a natural... It was such a natural switch for me because of, you know, because, yeah, we listen to podcasts so much that it just makes sense to, to listen to an audiobook. Yeah. So okay. what's your, uh, what's your second goal? Uh, next was... Getting the so at the time when we released the last episode, we were releasing an ep, a podcast episode every two weeks. So basically, two episodes a month, sometimes one episode a month. So my goal was by the end of the year to release an episode every week, and we definitely did that, mm -hmm. um, which was 
awesome. And also at the time, I think I'd, uh, I'd hoped to get the YouTube channel to a more consistent release. I think at that time we were releasing like, I was trying to release an episode a week, but then sometimes it would like fucking go a month without release. And that's because I was editing and releasing the videos. So my goal, I think, was literally just to get a video editor. Um, and I did that. But then not only did we do that, we ended up getting a video editor and we're releasing an episode of the video of the YouTube videos a week and an episode of the podcast mm-hmm. a week. So I think that was a really, really major step forward. Like, it's crazy because I was looking at our episode list and like, Episode 55 was the 2017, 2018 goals. And we're like yeah. episode 85, right? 80, 80 plus. Yeah. yeah exactly. We're going to be like at episode 85 as of re- this recording. By the time this comes out, we'll probably be like episode 86 or 87. So that's, you know, 30, 30 episodes in one year. Um, and like, you know, the previous year, I think we probably released like 10 episodes. You know, so it's, yeah. <laughs> this year we're gonna do so if we if we're consistent with it, you know. So um, that's huge, happy. man. And just the, the, seeing seeing the feedback from the YouTube videos and the type of people that are contacting us too, it's been um, mm-hmm. you know it's been really really great response from from that. So yeah, I mean yeah, we only have we only have a small number of viewers on the on the YouTube channel, but like the responses. It's very interactive. Um, there are people giving me ideas. I just recorded two videos the other day that were both um, they're targeted views. From, you know, just yeah. just with the response that we've gotten from it. There's so many people that are, you know, like I think you you said to me before is way more specific uh, viewer base. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we're never not not never, but we're it's very unlikely we're gonna be a YouTube channel with like a hundred thousand subscribers or something like that, or, or you know a yeah. million subscribers, but it will have five to 10,000 subscribers and the five to 10,000 subscribers are going to be very interested and devoted and active with our content. So yeah, those are my other business goals. I have a couple other ones, but like maybe you should go next. Yeah, sure. So um, the second goal from last year that I want to touch on, um, I can't say it's a, it's a, you know, an epic wonder, like, like the reading materials. Um, but I would say, you know, if I have to say I passed or failed, I probably would say failed based off the timeline, but, um, I'm still really excited with the progress that, that has been made is for the, um, for the lifestyle brands that I wanted to create. So, uh, at the time we're recording this podcast, Rico, when do you expect this episode to go live roughly? Uh, I mean, two weeks, two weeks at the most. Okay. So within two weeks, the site and everything will definitely be off the ground. So I think I said I wanted to have everything up and have sales rolling in by November. Um, you know, we're all the way in February. So I'm, I'm, I'm two to three months behind sales goals, but, um, you know, I really took a deep dive into the, into the lifestyle brand, um, I had a trip out to China just to um, meet with factories and record a lot of content. We had a video team with us the entire trip and uh, we did a photo shoot for the brands. And by the time this podcast is up, the site will be completely live and running and functional. And it's uh, it's under Obat, O-B-A-A-T, shop.com, obatshop.com. One brick at a time is the acronym Obat. And it's just right now, it's just a collection of... Set up a promo code for 
for Made in China and YouTube. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. I, I think, like I said, at the time of this recording, you know, you can go on and see the site, but you can clearly see that there's some things that need to be uh, finalized. So within two weeks, that'll be done for sure. And yeah, I plan to post a number of promo codes. But yeah, man, I'm, make, I'm, I'm really excited because, um, you know, it's been a long time in the making. Uh, I've acquired some products that I probably wasn't even considering last year. Uh, definitely have some of the bags and accessories that I've been working with for a long time up there. And um, yeah, so, you know, I, I didn't hit the timeline uh, and didn't hit the sales goal, but I'm really excited with the progress. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm overall really, really happy with, with the way things are going with the, with the brand. And, you know, I'm excited to talk about it more on the podcast as, as it continues to develop. Cool. Yeah. So then, my other goals for the with uploads at the time. So definitely didn't work out. Um, we're at three hundred right now. So like we didn't even get to five hundred in in so it took us it took us about six, seven months to get to three hundred subscribers. Um but again that's all that's that's all organic. There's no yeah, it's all you know, organic. Yeah, that's just getting it off the ground. So yeah I mean Pretty at good. the time when I set that goal I think the idea was that I would get to one video a week earlier in the year and then uh, potentially start doing some paid advertising. But I mean, obviously as, as things go, like you, you make plans and it doesn't quite work out. So it was just, I didn't know how difficult it would be to get to a stage where we're consistently uploading a video. But now that we're doing that, it's like, okay, now I can focus on trying to set up uh, paid advertising uh, from, from YouTube ads and, and, and potentially also like, Facebook ads and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's those are the business goals. And then I, my personal goals, which are the Batman goals, I wanted to do one muscle up, and I wanted to maintain fourteen percent body fat. So the muscle up did not do that because I mean, not because I just I came really close about two months ago, three months ago, but it just never really got to that stage where I could fully in one motion pull myself up, you know, and push myself up. I can do it. I just can't uh, do it in one flowing motion. Muscle know? up is an actual exercise. I thought you were talking about just getting more muscular, which I'd say for a while there, you had a really good workout routine going. No, I mean, muscular, it's fine. Like, I'm stronger than I've ever been. But, like, yeah, in terms of being able yeah. to do that, that muscle up thing where you just, like, it's... So the way it's like a pull up, except you completely push your body all the way yeah, no, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just i'm just yeah. saying, saying it for the for the listeners you get your, you get your shoulders or your armpits above your hands and then you do a push-up with the bar yeah. the push-up on the bar but it's in a flowing motion so i can i can do a muscle up i just can't do it in the flowing motion which you know it is what it is i, I will continue yeah. to pursue that and then 40 percent body fat yeah i maintained that until until i went to manila but that was at the end of the year so you know, <laughs> the Philippines was, you know, half work, half vacation. So I wasn't working out as much. And I obviously wasn't, um, mm -hmm. I wasn't watching what I was eating and drinking as much. So probably now a little bit, a little bit 
above 14%, but I can get back to that. Like I'm back in the gym now and back on my regular diet. So, so, you know, that was a pass. Um, overall, I'd say, and if I'm rating my, my, my progress from last year, I give myself a B the year before I had an A, I I give myself a B. I think the biggest failure is the financial stuff, the financial goals, just because, I mean, I can directly attribute not hitting the uh, profit target to decisions that I made in terms of hiring employees. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with hiring more employees, but you need to hire employees that are also going to drive up your revenue. Whereas what I did was I hired people that were going to manage projects, but they weren't necessarily going to bring in more sales. Um, so that's just like overhead that is, you know, you're just growing the overhead, but you're not necessarily growing the revenue in tandem. So that was, that was a, you know, a direct mistake. So if, you know, that, that's the reason why I give myself a B. I think the YouTube channel, 500 subscribers and a thousand subscribers, I can't, I didn't really have control over that. And maybe the, the goals were a little bit too ambitious. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then with the muscle up, I think I came close. So yeah, I'm not really like super disappointed with myself with that. Um, but yeah, the, the financial thing is like, yeah, it's something that I've, I've lost sleep over. Like it was extremely stressful having, you know, debt on top of having crazy overhead <laughs> extremely stressful. So I'm pretty happy that, uh, that, that stuff is, is over and done with. Most definitely. Sweet man. Um, my last goal that I discussed last year was pretty general. It was, uh, just to be more social. Mm-hmm. I think maybe at that time last year when we recorded, uh, I hadn't been in Chiang Mai too long. Um, you know, I think we've talked on the podcast a little bit about kind of the, uh, the migration of entrepreneurs leaving China. A lot of people that I've been friends with and, you know, were kind of in my daily routine were no longer around in, in China the last, you know, year and a half plus that I was there. And I had just transitioned to kind of a new setup and environment in Chiang Mai. And I definitely noticed all this stuff going on, but I wasn't, I hadn't thrown myself into that, um, you know, environment quite so much. And I think, uh, of all the goals, that was definitely the one that was the most successful and I had the most progress with, um, you know, I started the sourcing table meetup. So I started my own meetup in, uh, in Chiang Mai and we did about five or six, uh, runs with that. Had some really good guest speakers. I met a ton of people through that, um, friends and I, I got on other people's podcasts. Uh, I went to, meetups that were not related to sourcing um and just overall i think i put myself out there a lot more i did a lot of recording for that eventually the 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 episodes once we edited them out are going to go up on the youtube channel i did some interviews uh started to become more uh comfortable being behind the camera and learning how to you know talk and do the the monologue sections of of the videos and yeah, I just felt like I really put myself out there, um, you know, like I was when I first started to kind of take on life as a as an expat entrepreneur in Asia. You know, when I first, I think we've talked about that a lot, like initially, 
you know, when we were pretty green and just learning the ropes, like we were taking meetings all the time. We were always going to meetups, you know, really trying to expand our network and, and make all the connections that we could. And once business starts growing, you have more clients, you have more responsibilities, you know, that tends to not take precedence as much, or at least for me, it didn't. And uh, it got to the point where I was actually feeling a little bit isolated and, and not like I, like I wasn't putting myself out there enough. So I, I made that a goal and I feel like that was the one that um, I really hit it on the head. And um, I really want to give a shout out, man, if, if, if anybody's listening to a couple of a couple of the guys in particular, everybody that attended the, um, the sourcing table, but a couple of guys in particular, um, my buddies Thomas and, and Mirko, especially, you know, they were pretty instrumental in um, bringing really good energy to the meetups, always having a ton of, of background information and references and, and application ideas to all the different topics that we we're talking about, um, you know, help introduce me to some of their network and some of their friends. So, um, yeah, man, it was, it was in terms of uh, social status and, and, and being more out there. What's up, Rico here, CEO of SourceFind Asia, and I'm here with a quick message from our first ever sponsor, Bailey & Brook. So, Bailey & Brook is the international brand for Tipperary Crystal. Tipperary Crystal started off as a Irish manufacturer of glassware, crystalware, lots of beautiful accessories that they made, and now they've branched out and become the number one gifting company in, in Europe. And they won numerous awards for their packaging and design, you know, whether it's things like gift boxes, to you know, Christmas ornaments, to watches, uh, men's and women's watches, rose gold, beautiful stuff, handbags, bracelets. You know, they do they do a lot of different things. So we will probably have a promo for you, a little discount for the for the SFA YouTube viewers and the uh, listeners in the main channel podcast. We have a link in the description below, probably a link somewhere over here in the video. And I hope that you guys can go there and buy some accessories. Uh, get, a, get a gift for your mom, get a gift for your girlfriend, get for your boyfriend, you know, equal society. Also, by the way, Alan Scanlan, one of the owners, co-owners of Bailey & Brook, was on the YouTube channel with the videos that we did where I interviewed him. If you want to check those out, you can get to know him as a, as a person and see all the cool things that he's doing. Really, really good stuff. Uh, amazing design. I, uh, you know, the first time he contacted me, I sent him the website and I was pretty good away. So definitely check that out and I will see you guys signing off. All right, you want to start? with i guess let me start with the goals for 2019 from a financial side of things i want to have a 20 percent increase in sales revenue um and then i want to have a seven percent increase in profit so that would you know seven percent increase in profit and 20 percent. i mean i'm not going to say what the specific numbers are but if we do that then you know i think i'll be pretty happy at the end of the year and i think Everybody in the company that's receiving bonuses will be happy as well. <laughs> um, how do I go about doing that? It's just learning from last year in terms of, hey, you know, our revenue doubled, but our expenses also kind of doubled. So, like, now that I've brought their expenses down, how about we try to maintain the same revenue and, and increase the revenue while not really increasing the expenses that much? Of course, we're going to have to hire more people 
but even that I've changed the strategy instead of instead of hiring full-time people all the time we have you know part-time people that can work 20 30 hours a week when needed but they can, can also work 5 to 10 hours a week when we're not that busy so that's just you know trying to be taking a page out of all the part-time jobs that I had when I was in college um, <laughs> some weeks were amazing and I had 30 hours of work and then some weeks they were like hey Rico uh, can you just come in for like one four hour shift and I'm like god oh, damn it um, right. so yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so just being a little bit smarter with um, controlling uh, expenses, and yeah, if we are going to spend more money on staff, I want to make sure that we're spending money on employees that are going to in turn bring us more sales. So, for example, we have an intern that we just hired. Um, you know, we're gonna be paying for some of his expenses when he's in China and things like that, and ultimately the work that he does is going to bring us more clients. So it makes sense. And he's going to get a commission from the sales that he works on. So, you know, that's, that's what, that's how we, that's how we go about doing that. Um, I want to get a guest on either the podcast or the YouTube channel who has over 10,000 followers in, in, in any sort of social media platform. I don't think we've had anybody mm. on the podcast that's had, We've had, you know, people that have a thousand, a couple thousand. Even we have about five thousand uh, on on Instagram. Um, but you know, I think ten thousand would be a good. Obviously, we'll try to go even above that. But I think ten thousand would be a good goal. Um, and then for the YouTube channel, I want to do two more day in the life videos. I would like to do eight on the factory floor videos. So. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about doing on the factory floor once a month, but again, this that stuff takes time. We have to I have to go somewhere, spend money on travel. Um, I'm usually there recording for four to five hours. Um, I have to take somebody with me, so you know I don't think it would be realistic to really do one once a month. But if I could do eight in the space of a year, on top of the ones that we've already done, that would be about nine for this business calendar year. Um, wanted to bring in a marketing intern. Um, that was like a goal that I had set, me and Mike had set in December, January for this year. And we ended up, thanks to the podcast and the YouTube channel, ended up getting a ton of applications. Well, not a ton, but we got a lot very quickly and was able to mm-hmm. pick uh, a good good option You know, within a week or two weeks. of. What's the difference between a lot and a ton? <laughs> well, a ton would be like, you know, Tens, it just feels like more thousands. Yeah, hundreds of applications. We got like maybe about, right. you know, five to ten applications in the space of like two weeks, which is, you know, yeah, yeah, like last year I did the same thing and I only got about a couple applications in like a month. You know what I mean? So like it's, it's, yeah. And I'm in five to ten quality applications, you yeah. know, people who knew who we were, who understood yeah. our business, who wanted to be a part of it. So those heavily filtered uh, applications. Like I literally got an application. I think I literally got two applications the day when I released the video with the ad talking about interns. You know what I mean? And then oh, I'm still getting yeah, cool. still getting applications now, even though like I pretty much have to start telling people that you know we're, we're closed. Um, right. And then some of my uh, I want to host some sort of meetup. I kind of miss hosting. I miss hosting meetups like. Uh, you know, we have plans to do something in Chiang Mai, whether it's that or whether I do something else. I want to host some sort of meetup. Um, I want to run our first YouTube ad campaign and make five figures 
in sales revenue directly from that. Um, so that's that's a pretty it's a relatively ambitious goal. I think I think it's attainable though, considering that we've already done five figures from YouTube organically. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think doing it from the YouTube ads, like if I can directly attribute five figures in revenue from YouTube ads by the end of the year, then you know I think that's a that's a, a success. And I mean, like that's that should be not just revenue; should be profit. So in, including the the amount of money that we spend on the ads. Um, big goal, which we're trying to make strides towards now, is revamping the entire Sourcefine Asia website. Um, and then my personal goals, my Batman goals are, I want to spend at least two months in the Philippines concurrently. Um, so, you know, two months concurrently. And then I want to take some sort of martial arts class for at least two months. Oh, shit. Yeah, some sort of mixed martial arts. going to start doing jujitsu, baby. <laughs> some sort of mixed martial arts ca- class for at least two months. Um, and yeah, I think those are, those are all my goals for today. I have some other, some extra goals, but I think, you know, I have way more goals than I had last year, but I think I had goals. No, no, I don't have way more goals. I'm just listing out way more goals in the podcast that I had last year. But I think that a lot of these yeah. goals are attainable and realistic. Like, for example, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, a lot of the goals you're talking about, we're already making moves on, too, so... Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you tr- you should try to do that, is, like, if you're setting goals for the year, not, in, you know, you can set up realistic goals, and then you can also set up stretch goals. So, like, I'm thinking, for example, if I do uh, two months of mixed martial arts classes, the next thing I want to do is I want to I want to start studying Mandarin again. You know, so that's like a stretch goal that I have is I want to start studying Mandarin again and, and get and take a, you know, two to three month course in, in Mandarin. So, so that, but I have to do one thing to do the other. If I try to do everything at the same time, then I'm just going to end up at the end of the year not having completed everything and just feeling, you know, shitty about myself. So, yeah. Cool. All right. My goals, I have a ton of overlap with you. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I need to get on the, outside education tip my life heavily centers around you know the work that i'm doing with uh basketball and you know sourcing in china so just want to broaden the horizons and and you know take in some outside education and get on some of these books and audio books that i talked about uh earlier um another goal which i think you know, we haven't set it in stone. We've been talking about it forever, but we haven't set it in stone. So I have to list it as a goal still would be, um, getting to Africa. You know, we, we have aspirations to be going to Zambia in a couple months. And that's something that I'm been so excited for. I've been thinking about forever. So I really want to, uh, follow through with that and make sure that that trip happens. Um, and then I want to do more stuff for my personal health and, and, and wellness. Uh, I'd like to get into more meditation, wellness retreats, stuff like that. There's, I have so much access to that being out in, um, in Chiang Mai. And then also a, a good friend of mine, which I'll tie into the second goal, which is very similar to Rico's and is uh, getting some, some quality interviews for for the podcast and just overall developing consistent content. So basically 
uh, getting to the level that you've gotten to now, which, or, you know, maybe not quite as many podcast episodes, but at least being more consistent with developing the podcast and uh, video episodes. Um, like I said, I had that trip to China a couple months ago and I got a ton of great video content and I'm trying to chop that down and, uh, you know, really some on the factory floor episodes, some day in the life stuff from that. So, so that's definitely part of my goals. And then, um, through becoming more social and doing more of these meetups, talking to people, traveling a lot this year, I also have some really specific, um, conversations that I'm hoping to have. Uh, we talk about Michael Michelini a lot on the podcast. He's been on, um, and he came to one of my meetups in Chiang Mai and just listening to his, uh, background and his story and how he got started in um, in China, as well as uh, a close friend of ours, Don Wilder. I just I I really really have a strong desire to to get those guys together on a podcast and just kind of tell war stories of you know being cowboys in in, in China and trying to start by the smallest means necessary you know, starting our own business and, and, and being... Speaking of Michael Michelini, after this podcast, I'm doing a podcast with him today. What's up, man? I'm doing a catch Tell him I said what's up. But man, listening to his stories and Don's stories about, you know, their employee situations and their makeshift offices and how they figured out how to get their business off the ground. You know, we're all kind of the same time frame, 2007 to 2009, arriving in China. I just, I, I know there would be such a, if it wasn't a good lesson, it would be a fantastic, you know, conversation for, for myself, just, just to shoot the shit. And, you know, that those are two people that, um, you know, not, not, and there's not so many people that have those type of, of similarities and stories. So those guys would be great. Um, my best friend, one of my best friends growing up, uh, he has become an internet sensation for for um, for raw vegans. Um, this guy was driving a FedEx truck in suburban and uh, in the city and outside the city of Chicago for about 13 years, and he started to get into um, veganism. And he was always a creative guy, really funny, good personality, and he started posting his stuff online, and it just took off. It blew up. Johnny's probably got like a half a million followers now and he's traveling all over the world. He quit his job. He moved to LA and he's just traveling all over the world, preaching, preaching the, uh, preaching the gospel about uh, his, his eating habits and how he kind of took control of his life with, uh, with the new diet. So I, I really love to get that recorded just because we're great friends and, you know, to see somebody that, that you're close with and care about just completely transform their lives and inspire literally hundreds of thousands of people is, is pretty cool. So, you know, some of those uh, conversations with people with good, good followings and interesting backgrounds, um, I also have aspiration for that. And um, past that is a goal that Rico mentioned, but it's something that I really want to uh, push forward is just the meetup in Chiang Mai, you know, um, if that if that can happen, I would, I would really be proud of it because, um, you know, Rico's been doing meetups through Enter China and, um, you know, even, even before that for a long time. So he's well versed on how to run a successful meetup. And that's something that I've been really diving into for the past year. And I think we could put together something really dope, man. Something really fun and unique and interesting. And I think if we could get that off the ground, even on a small level to begin with, 
we had some good speakers and some 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 good friends and we did it in a cool environment like manila or chiang mai you know it would just be it'd just be a really great you know feeling to to get something like that off the ground so yeah those are my my goals for for next year i'm 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 certain we could do an episode in a month or two and i could add a lot to this you know even a couple of weeks but right now um yeah that's that's what i want to set out for this year all right guys that's it so quick uh well not really quick it's 40 minutes but shorter than our typical <laughs> episode um and yeah if you again check out 2017 versus 2018 goals we will have the goals listed in the description on the website as well links in the description that's sourcefinasia.com slash made in china if you want to reach out to us as podcast at sourcefinasia.com drop us some reviews on itunes man it's been a minute you know we need uh we need those five star reviews and again uh i love people reaching out to us even if you're not planning on becoming a client or anything like that just giving us suggestions for podcast episodes or people you think that we could interview um, and I will see you guys next week and unless Mike wants to add anything to that to this outro no that's it man thank you guys for listening it's been it's crazy man another year of uh, recording these things and you know it's, 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 it's fun appreciate everything uh, once again the lifestyle brand that we just created is Obot robotchop.com check us out let us know what uh what we could add to the to the line to make it more appealing to you yeah we gotta do something special for like the hundredth episode you know what i mean like i don't splice together a bunch of clips or you know i don't know we gotta we gotta figure out something that's 15 yeah, episodes away. out there man it's 85 so if you're hearing this and you want something special for the hundredth episode let us know yeah, well, we'll start racking our brains, come up with something cool. It's 15 episodes away, so it's about five months. So we're talking about end of end of summer. Um, yeah. 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 Gotta do something. All right, guys. Cheers. Peace. Peace. Maybe I should not be drinking before you ask me just how I feel. Maybe I should not be drinking before I speak my mind. That's not ideal. You're not a girlfriend. I should be faithful I think of you like Wi-Fi